0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 78, volume 4 of a special pumpkin spice edition of Big Fan. My name is Chad East, and I am not a big fan of Pumpkin spice car air fresheners, pumpkin spice deodorant, and last but not least, Hank, yes, I saw this with my own eyes, pumpkin spice scented toilet paper. Disgusting. Gross.
0: Disgusting. My name's Hank Imer, and I'm a big fan of having a friend approach you wearing a shirt of a race that he didn't run and act like that's Okay. Walking into a convenience store and hearing a banger R&B jam on the surround sound, asking the attendant about it, and mi- immediately having a new best friend. Buying a car in May, realizing it is a little too small for your lifestyle, and selling it for more money in September. Good Lord, sir! Talk. Let's start
1: here. Are we talking about the car that you just purchased within the year? Just I got it in May. In May that you had waited. You were on a wait year a and day? a half. A year and a half. And now she gone.
0: She gone on Friday. So tell me the story. Unless somebody wants to <laughs> give s- you some more s- on Thursday.
1: Go ahead. Tell me what what happened here.
0: So I got the Ford Bronco. Right. Waited forever for it. I got. I l- am leaving a Tahoe to get in the Bronco. Right. And I'm a hoarder. Like I've got like three flashlights and headlamps and stuff. And the the Tahoe allows for that because it's got a lot of room. Sure. Right. The other thing is is we got growing kids. And so there's a bench seat in the back of the Bronco with no third row. The Tahoe is a third row and, like, captain's chairs. And so, you know, right. I I wouldn't be comfortable in my Bronco in the back. Right. Right? Me and another dude wouldn't be comfortable in the back. Harris and his buddies are starting to get a little bit uncomfortable in the back of that. So we've been, you know, we've driven to games and stuff like that, and I'm it's just kind of been like, not weighing on me, but I got this new car. I, I, I love everything about it, but I don't like the size of it. And the guy that sold it to me, he's a good friend of mine, he was talking to me one day and he's like, are you, are you happy with it? Right. right. I was, you know, always selling. Sure. And I said, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'm not. I, I need something bigger. And he was like, well, what if I could say I could give you more? What if I say I could give you significantly more? Unbelievable. I said, well, what, what's that number? Mm-hmm. So he called me on Monday of this week. And that number is enough to get me out. <laughs> <laughs> so your boys go on Friday to get rid of it. Okay. All right. And, uh, you know, the, there's a car shortage out there. Yes. It's not really what you want. The good news is, is I've got an 05 Yukon XL. Paints a little bit suspect. Headliners falling, falling down a little. Right? But it's comfortable. It's got cold AC.
1: And it's free. And it's free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so I what I'm doing is I'm just that. going to go ahead and sell it to him. And he's going to keep his eye open for what I'm looking for. A little right. bit bigger car. And, uh, but it was, it was an experiment cause I've never had a new car Yes, and, it uh, new
1: for you. I mean, I, you just seem very anxious yeah. when, it, when the time was come to take the new car. You seemed anxious.
0: I I've never had a new car. Right. And you know, the thing is, is I've never had one because it depreciates. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that feeling. I'm kind of cheap. Yeah. I don't I don't like. We all know that. I don't yeah. like yeah. the idea of losing 10 20 grand when you drive it off. Sure. And I was explaining this to Harris the other day. He said, "But dad, you're making money." I was like, "Well, historically these are depreciating. Right. But today, it's an anomaly. They're appreciating."
1: So, it's funny. I got behind one of these Broncos the other day, and I was it's so funny we're having this conversation. We have not talked about this at all. It looks skinny. And I was thinking to myself, that is, a, I mean, it's uh, deceiving, you know? Yeah. So when you're behind it, it was, I'm not going to, because I was driving Jennifer's car
0: and mm-hmm. she has a Tahoe.
1: And I was like, look how skinny this car is compared to yours. And she was like, yeah, it is kind of smallish. And, but anyway, there you And go. you know,
0: there's the Sport, which is the real small one. Okay. Maybe you were seeing that it one. It
1: might have been the Sport.
0: Yeah, this, this thing was Yeah. Really the scary. Sport feels like a 16-year-old girl's car. Like it's tiny. And then mine is... A little bit bigger than that. But it could have been because it, it is smaller than the tile. But needless to say, ding-dong. Making, making deals, making ding money Ding-dong, it's ding gone.
1: Dong. Ding-dong, it's gone. Well, good luck with your, uh, you know, I've always thought this too. The worst decision car wise. I am not. don't know much about cars. I know they get me to one place and back, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm on the road. I travel. So I don't have to have the nicest vehicle. I just want something that gets good gas mileage. On the other hand, I want Jennifer to have something. She's driving the girls around. Something safe reliable we had this one the tahoe just like yours you know that, that oh yeah that one was the dope i mean the jammed. the jam, did, the jam it did everything good and it was paid for i mean love it was that paid for but no we got to get something right there's no reason we needed something brand new yeah there is And so yeah to have another damn car payment that's the only reason you we go. didn't need it and so I, I, if i could do one thing back related to cars I would say, let's just drive that thing till you can't drive anymore. Save that $600 a month payment. And, you know, we, could, shit, I'd buy a damn mountain house
0: with all that money. Buy it. Buy it. Well, you know, sold. Sold. The crazy thing now is, too, is when we were driving growing up, like my dad would look at a car for my brother, or my sister, or me. And the budget was like twenty five hundred to like six thousand dollars
1: to buy the car, buy the car, and you're talking
0: about like probably getting an Accord, Honda Accord. It's probably got like fifty thousand miles. Yeah, a little Civic. Yeah, something like that. It it, it's probably got cloth. Yes, but it's gonna be it's gonna work. All you need, all you need, a used car. Now you you're gonna spend eighteen. You're gonna get a Jetta that's got one hundred and twenty thousand miles. Right, and it's gonna be tough. You're right. So, and hey, don't even think you're going to get a used Tahoe for under 60. Oh,
1: heck no. You know, the, that's funny. They, we've been getting this call, these calls all the time because they know that Jennifer's got this Tahoe and people want these Tahoes. It yeah. might be smart just to see what this, they want for it. Maybe we could come out. You ought to do it. Ahead like you. You yeah. ought to do it. I will it. Call our videos. friend. I will. I will call. Right, when we get out of here, I will call him today. Um, so let's stay on the, you know, we're just talking about used cars and used cars for high school kids, blah, blah, blah. Hank. My thirtieth year high school reunion takes place this weekend.
0: That's crazy. Can, can I can I ask you a question about ahead. a car? Yes. Please. What did you drive in? What did you drive in high school? Because I know your brother had the uh, Mitsubishi, ecl- not Eclipse, the, the, mirage. the Mirage. It looked yeah. like a, it looked like a <laughs> car off of you know like, um, Mario, Kart. <laughs> like Mario Kart. It looked like something on Mario Kart that did. like maybe Bowser would drive. Sure, like he'd sure. hang out the side or something.
1: <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> Oh, what was, or Latiku. Latiku was the little guy that (laughs) hung in the clouds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I drove, so it's, you'll like this story. I can't remember, but I know you're
0: going to, when you say that. So when I
1: was 15, my aunt, she had this 280ZX T-top black, uh, yeah, it was the 280Z. Yeah. This thing was fierce. I mean, it was badass. And uh, so I got it when I was 15, and it was stick and so my dad would take me out and practice, and, you know, I'll confess here. Everybody knows this of, of me. I'm a terrible driver. I have a really bad sense of direction, and, you know, I'm just not the best driver. Okay. So anyway, after a few trips in this thing, because it would move. I mean, it was it was a bad automobile. It looked like, you know— um, Kit? Yes. Small but, version. Yes, yeah, small version. Or Smokey and the Bandit kind of—you know what I'm talking yeah. about? It was badass. So T-tops, oh, so cool. And so after like five or six lessons, my dad was like, son, you're going to kill yourself driving this car. Um, I just don't think you're ready for it. And, you know, I did not complain. I was like, you're right, Dad. I need something that's just automatic. I can focus on where I'm going instead of trying to do all this and go fast. I don't need that. So he sold it. And he said, I'll get you a car when the time is right. And I was like, cool. He said, but until then, you can drive my old company car, which was a powder blue 1984 Ford Tempo. two-door, Awesome. Two-door, two door. yes. And I'll never forget this. I'm, you know, I'm not the tallest fellow in the world. It had these bucket seats, so when I would sit down, literally I could not see over the steering yeah, wheel. Yes, to see through I would, the yeah, steering wheel? I was, I would, yeah, I had to look up. It was so weird. So he bought me this sheepskin thing you put in the car. Oh, yeah. It had a little booster for your butt so I could actually see over booster the Booster seat. Booster seat, but it was... Lamb skin or sheepskin or whatever. Sure. It's every, oh, Lovely in the cute, summer. Oh, God. Can you imagine the cracks I got from our homeboys about the sheepskin? Oh, about the booster seat. Forget <laughs> well, the sheep did, screen. The booster seat was kind of hidden. hidden? You didn't really oh, know okay. it was there. They just saw the skin It sheep looked like skin. a Yeti was
0: sitting behind <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god when we come off the tennis courts or whatever like sweaty as oh. heck you get in there and, and i wouldn't have a shirt on and lay back to the sheepskin it just grabbed oh, you oh it was a terrible feeling but anyway to make to, to make the story better so i went through my first so that's what i had all through junior year and then senior year until october and we were playing a away game at freedom it was for the conference championship and we won. I scored two goals. It was a phenomenal day. And my dad picked me up, and we were driving home from Freedom. we were it's probably nine o'clock at night, and we pulled in the driveway, and a nineteen this is nineteen ninety five I guess a nineteen ninety four LeBaron convertible black was sitting in the driveway with the top down, and I was like. Whose car is that? And He was like, "Congratulations, son! Here's your car." So he gave So anyway, I had to wait a year, but I got that car. Yeah,
0: it was you, a surprise. Yeah, you you you're trying to say you got that in '95 though? I graduated in '95, no, 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 and I'm you're sorry, much 91, older than me. '91, '91. Let's 91. get this to.
1: I'm getting my college and my high school. Okay, so, you know, so all 91, right. '91, '91. Yes. Okay. But it was sitting in the driveway, and so I, that was a good memory. Do you
0: see how excited you got about that car? I did. That's why I yeah, wanted to yeah. ask you about it before we got too much further, because you're talking about your high school reunion and everybody like just. You know, get so excited about those days when they drive.
1: We would have these days to a Hunter Carell's house on Saturday. So Friday night was hanging out with the boys. Saturday day, we spend the night out and we wash cars, play hoops, whatever. And then Saturday night is date night. That's how we did it. So Saturday after the night out with the boys, everybody would get together and literally we'd sit in Hunter's driveway, six cars, just wash cars, listen to the radio, whatever, maybe a ball game's on, but just. Wax on, wax off. That's what we were doing, getting the cars ready to take the girls out that night. Fun stuff. Pretty good Fun stuff. Fun stuff. So anyway, so the reunion is this weekend. We've got, Here's the uh, itinerary. So Friday night, we're going to meet at the social house, I think it's called now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to meet with a bunch of folks and... Have a drink or two, just shoot the bull, and who knows where the night might take us. We might end up at Shooters. We might end up at my on my back deck. Who knows where we're going to end up. It'll but you're be- going
0: to end up at a football game.
1: It's away. Oh, it's away. It's, it's East Lincoln. Who has
0: homecoming, like a reunion at an away game?
1: They didn't do the reunion around homecoming because they put a feeler out last year to who could make it, and nobody could make it for the homecoming game. So anyway, we're just doing the best we can do. Do the best. Go. Yeah, so then after that, Saturday, there'll be a little event. Uh, we're going to try to get together at Spook's Lake House for a little barbecue. So we meet there at 12, watch football games, swim, do all that stuff, fun stuff. And then the reunion starts at 6 p.m. Saturday evening at the warehouse.
0: How many people do you have already signed up? So I believe
1: there are at least 40 of our classmates coming. And their goal is to get maybe 50 with spouses. So we'll have 100 people there, we hope, you know. That'll be fun. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, kit was telling me he had his thirtieth reunion last year. Nine people showed up.
0: Nine people. Nine. <laughs> people. I bet you mine won't be much better. Yeah. We, we haven't had real good success pulling really? people. Mm-hmm. And you know the funny thing is, is it's so hard. Well, I know with Facebook and everything, it's easy. But like the people that are end up coming, to, you know, say there's fifty people from your class, you will have kept up with forty of them.
1: That's exactly right. I looked at the list, and that's exactly right. So you're gonna you're
0: you're gonna see a couple people that you, you don't see, but maybe right. you bump into every once in a while, and the rest you'll know. And that's kind of the crappy part about it. Yeah, I agree.
1: But what can you do? You got to put it out there. Hopefully, people can come in, and who knows? Hopefully, it'll be like at the last minute, some people will decide to come, and then it'll be joyous. But right. anyway, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about reunion. You know, you said you haven't had one in a while, but. You know, I decided, because my reunion is this weekend, that starting on Sunday, I'm not eating any carbs, right? Now, so I'm going to get really lean in oh, me in week. Oh, trying you know, to get, get it, really lean in
0: me. You, also. You're going to do some push-ups before you get out to the Of course I
1: will. Absolutely. Do some of these. <laughs> <laughs>
0: get those 10-pound weights and just do,
1: knock out about 100 reps real quick. Yep. Well, anyway, I was, so I was looking online. I was like, man, do I, I mean— I got some gear, some stuff I can wear, but you know, maybe I should get a nice shirt for this, or maybe whatever. So I'm browsing some things, and then I actually even go to the mall last week. Went to H and M.
0: The mall? Yeah. I mean, what's the last time you went to the mall? I don't know. Well, maybe when they had like the German cookie place <laughs> over
1: there. I don't know. Well, that's about 18 years ago. But anyway, I go to the mall. Go to H and M. I'm just looking around. What can I? Because H and M is kind of not very expensive stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of it's stuff that I would wear. Right. So anyway, they have a couple of like really funky hats, right? And so I was like, fedoras. Hmm. Let me try this hat on. And so I started thinking for the podcast, you know, like a big noggin like yours, you can really only wear one type of hat, right? And that's just like a ball cap.
0: No, no. What other
1: hat can you wear with that big noggin?
0: Hey, have you ever seen those beer hats with the two beers on either (laughs) side? They are built for my head shape. Don't even start.
1: So I was... Thank you for that, because I was thinking about what is the worst hat ever. So they've got a couple hats in there. Do you remember when Pharrell had that hat on? It was like the the Australian cowboy hat. It was really tall. Yeah. They had one in there. Okay.
0: I put that on my- Urban sombrero, a little bit.
1: I look like the biggest D-bag ever to walk the streets of Hickory. I mean, I was like, who? a hat like this right beside it they had like the captain stewing hat you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about the, yeah 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 yacht set, rock yacht rock hat so i tried that on i was like nah this ain't me any yet. of those
0: hats like you try on like that the big cowboy hat and you're like who the hell wears this and turn to your left <laughs> and a guy's got one on you know kind of like caddyshack oh, looks good it. on you though <laughs>
1: That's great. So, again, I'm thinking, what is the worst? What are the worst hats ever? You know, me and you, I'm a normal, I wear my ball cap all the time, as do you. Yep. I wear, you don't rock this, but I wear a fedora every now and then. Nope. Give me the worst hat ever. I might have already described it the Pharrell hat or the Captain Stubing hat. Is there another worst hat that you could never imagine you walking out? Oh, got one. I've got and one. I, okay, you go first.
0: Beret. No self-respecting man who wears a beret. I got to tell you that right now.
1: Like, can you imagine? Do you remember a rerun from what's happening? Yes. Can you imagine you walking out, you know, like you're going to go see a client and you've got one of those rerun berets on?
0: No. Could you imagine me coming out to the tennis court <laughs> and me wearing a beret to play tennis in?
1: People would just start throwing balls at you. Hitting yeah. Balls right yeah. You. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to say one, and actually I say this because one of our friends wore it this weekend and oh. actually it looked good, but... It was a rainy day. The auto lawn was this past weekend, and it poured down rain. So we were under cover, under tents, and everything. But when you had to go out, you know, you're not. When, if you don't have an umbrella, you need a hat to protect your head because it was a downpour. So the Indiana Jones hat. You know what I'm talking about, the Indiana Jones hat. Sure do. Only certain amounts of people can rock that. Well, my man Kit Cannon had one on, and he looked fantastic in it. Me, on the other hand, I tried it on. Terrible. I just I can't. Not I can't, good. Can't, can't can't rock the Indiana Jones hat. But anyway. Um, I like the two beer can hat. That's always a classic, you know. It is. You know, I'm a toboggan guy, so you can. I like a toboggan. I wear a toboggan all the time, but anyway, on my list of things to talk about, worst hats ever. Well, I've got one. Go ahead.
0: You know, like I even the Indiana Jones hat. I can kind of get behind because people are like wearing them now, and they're like instead of wearing a cowboy hat or whatever. And as I'm getting older, and I've had cancer removed from my face, I can get over a big rimmed hat. But like you know, like the the big rim hats, like you know, I can even get behind. A straw, the straw Straw big rim. I can can even give a, you know, you're sitting out by the pool, by the beach, I can get around. The one I can't get behind, the three musketeer hat with the feather that flies really (laughs) wide behind it, you know, that you've got the big rim hat, but it's got the long Long feather
1: I could see U L T and CJ, all coming to the tennis <laughs> courts or wherever we are, all together wearing those hats. <laughs> <laughs> this would be miraculous.
0: It would be, miraculous. wouldn't it? It would be yes. great. Uh, the other, the other two amigos. that I was thinking about is, you know, the one that has the uh, the Asian one that is like at a point. And it goes in a circle. I don't know. That could be, I, you know, it might be great in the rain. I don't know. That
1: could help you. There. And,
0: and the, the other one that just popped into my mind was, you know, the rainbow color with the propeller on the top. Not very <laughs> many people can get rid, can get that away with that one. Now, our our uh, producer is now pulling up three musketeer hats and they're as bad as I remember yeah, them. Yeah, there's the feather. I mean, oh, and yes. some of them have lace. You know? And a good size yeah. buckle.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, Ozone from uh, breaking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, ozone he actually had a hat Do you remember because he go like this and had a feather in the back that dude looks so smooth we were talking about ozone yesterday because on espn2 last night it was the breaking 2022 breaking competition break dancing yeah. competition and uh a shout out to ozone you know he passed i did so, not know yeah, he passed so rest in peace ozone look at look <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the one i was talking about the multicolored yes, with, the with the propeller on propeller. top I mean, it's uh on you. it's uh and then you know i i Sometimes I think ladies try to wear hats, and i 'm going to show you a picture and this is um one of the royal family who mm-hmm. had this this on and uh it just gets to a point where um you know ladies try a little oh. bit too hard i mean i we i can't I that can't. is
1: beatrice if i 'm not mistaken, and I remember when she wore this outfit. It looks like she has an octopus on her.
0: head. <laughs> it like, or, or some sort of like. There's a huge spider yes, on her. Yes, very um,
1: very scary. Um, yeah, there's. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: it's not a good look. But you know, women's oh, there's hat, Beatrice wearing a butterfly hat. Oh, it's down, it's yes. down a little bit further. Yeah, go a little bit further. Moose. There it there is on the right. Um, so this blows. is uh, where our producer is showing us this hat, and I think she wore this at a royal wedding. She did. Okay, so yes. the, it uh, women try to be too cute. Right. Yeah. I like a small. Like you know, I go, You can wear something small, but that's getting out of control. Yeah, it's a little much. So absolutely. worst hat ever. Worst. Hat I ever. think we we found most of. Yes. Us.
1: There there it is right in front of us. Queen Beatrice's hat. The octopus is what we call it. The
0: octopus. Yes. Okay.
1: So say with the royal family, the Queen passed away this week. She did. Sad moment for everybody. Uh, the the funeral or the recess. What does it call when you they go through. The streets, procession? procession, processional is actually taking place right now. Our friend Charlie Henry actually flew over there, not knowing this. This is all ha- he got there on a Saturday or Sunday. I think she passed away this weekend. This a business trip or is just, this just, just he and his baby, baby doll? Just okay. He and his wife, they're there for 10 days. And so they're going to, they've been to all these events. And he was like, man, it's just crazy. I bet. You know, I mean, can you imagine being there? But anyway, so he's going through that. Now we have a new king.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So do you like this monarchy
0: system? Well, if we're going to get real political <laughs> as we stand right here, I mean, you know, there's something and the way I'm going to say this is, is like there's something romantic about that system. You know, what I mean, like not, uh, uh, you know, let's not talk about uh, everything uh, part of it. But, you know, I mean, really and truly, uh, his, you know, uh, I've enjoyed watching that, you know, because it's so foreign from what we have and not knowing the dirt and the dinge and the crap and the, you know, everything that goes along with it. Um, You know, I don't have an opinion because I haven't ever lived under it, but um, I I kind of find it not romantic, but like, you know, interesting to watch.
1: Sure. It's good soap opera tabloid stuff to keep up with, like the stuff with Harry and print or whatever, what her name, Marky, Mark, uh, Markle, Megan, Megan Markle. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it sells a million newspapers. People want to read about this in the tabloids, you know, but, you know, when it comes to really the political, all that, I could really care less. It's can, more.
0: For can fun. we agree? Can we agree on something? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. That woman's got to be special to make a man leave what he left. And now right. there can be some headaches with it, but. I bet you when he goes to bed at night, <laughs> he's like. Son of a (laughs) bitch.
1: (laughs) What have I I done? What did I do? What have I done? And she seems like a very nice person. I'm saying he did sacrifice a lot. Yes, exactly. Um, He must really be in love. But So good luck to him. But what do you think about, how do you think Prince Charles now, King Charles, will? how will he be as a king?
0: Well, I think he probably said it's about damn time.
1: Well, it's been waiting 73 years. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's about (laughs) damn time. I mean, you know, that man, hey, he's a woman killer. That man, you know, yeah. he's waiting to call him, walk into a bar, and say, King's here, bitch. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I think, uh, I think he's. He is, uh, I, I don't know why our producer is pulling up his hands, but he, <laughs> we have a lot of pictures of his sausage fingers.
1: Oh, I know, because he has this disease, something with his fingers. Yeah, they say, that's right, he doesn't like to text. And now we know why. And now Look we know why. Look at those fingers. He cannot text very well. He always wants to talk on the phone okay. because of these fingers. But I think he looks like a royal douchebag. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I don't know if I could really, you know, I don't know anything about the man. If William, he, I think, he,
0: is going to be the deal. Yeah, he seems pretty sharp. Yeah, he'll be the Pretty D.O. sharp, fella. It'll be the good deal. So uh, I don't know, man. It's not that, in- not that interesting to me. Right. I think when like the royal wedding, you know, I work with a bunch of mm-hmm. women. Yes. And, um, they eat this stuff up. Oh, my gosh. The wedding was important and now uh, the funeral is important. And, you know, I just don't find it that interesting.
1: Well, something I do know that you find interesting is the beginning of fantasy football and football in general and the beginning of school. You know, we've been on a four-week hiatus, Hank. We haven't been in the studio since really mid-August since then. I've had a trip to Hilton Head with my homeboys from college, which was just a banger. We've had two fantasy football drafts. I had one with you, had another one with another group of folks. We've had the beginning of school. You've had a race where you raced – in the pouring rain overnight and all this good stuff. So let's catch up on this. Let's start with school. So far, three weeks in, Harris, seventh grade. How are we enjoying school so far?
0: Well, it's been good. You know, um, he is in um, a tough math class. And the one thing that he's starting to realize is when you start getting pushed, you need to start working. I think Lucy
1: Rose is in that math class. She is. Yes. She is.
0: And so, um, you know, he he had to do math over the summer to get, you know, to feel comfortable about it. And he's doing fine, but he's got homework and he's having to work and getting stuff wrong and it's not as easy. So it's actually a good thing when they start to hit that, you know, hit that wall where they've got to actually put in work. But it's work for him. And so it's been good. He's enjoyed all of his classes. He's he's enjoyed that class because he knows, you know, several Mm -hmm. people in there. Um, So it's been good um, playing soccer Played their first soccer game yesterday in one two 2 All right. Yeah. Grandview. Grandview.
1: Way to go, Grandview.
0: How about Lucy Rose?
1: Yep, same way. It, yep, everything's going going well. Has, has uh, Harris asked for you to help with the math homework? Sure yet? has. Okay, how'd you do?
0: So Okay, so when they first started, it's taken me a little bit of time, and right. I will tell you I cheat a little bit. Okay? You
1: go back to the old way that
0: you know? No, 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 no. no. no what do you do? To, to get me back to the point where I remember mm. certain things. Have you ever used a app called Photomath? I have not. You cannot show this to your kids. Okay. okay? Do to listen, kids? Okay? You can take a picture of an equation yeah. and it shows you step by step how to how to do it.
1: Technology, unbelievable. Yep. Take, Where was this when I was in 8th grade?
0: So, um Yep. And so what it does is I when we first started doing this to make sure that we could that I knew the steps that he needed to take, I'd take a picture, wouldn't show it to him. I'd stand back, look at it and be like, "Okay, Now I remember that a little bit and I have a dry erase board. And so now I will sit down beside him and we said, let's, let's just do, when we get started on it, let's just do this. I want to do it because I want to get back into it. So I'll write out the equation and I'll, I'll do it, solve it. He'll do the same thing. And if we don't come out with the same one, I'm like, Hey, what do you think that is? What did Mm -hmm. I do? What did you do? So, um, but it is hard when you haven't done something in 30 years. I mean, it, it's it's taken me more time to get re- to remember certain. Were you, you know, a good math student anyway? I was middle of the road. I wasn't a great math student.
1: I was terrible. So my kids know not to ask me anything math related. Jennifer, good. Jennifer, yeah, her mind works that way. My mind does not work equations and formulas. It works in a different manner. And I'm going to say this on live air here, coming to you live here in the studio, uh, October the 13th. I made a D in math in eighth grade. Wow. In eighth grade, I made a D. And so I've told Lucy Rose and Olivia both this. So that's the other reason they don't come to me and ask me any math questions. Because I made a D, Hank. That's so embarrassing.
0: In eighth grade math?
1: Come on, Chad. Get yourself together here, sir. Get yourself together. Are you writing a formula out as we speak? I want to just show
0: you something um, of like what we – like I, I'm I'm trying to tell you – what this photo math does. Okay. okay. So, so what Hank that- has
1: done is drawn out a little formula. Is that what you call this? Yep, a, a formula? Problem.
0: It would be a problem. It'd a problem. A problem. problem. A pro-
1: my problem. Okay. And he's taking a picture of it.
0: I'm going to take this app and this is going to blow your mind. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation to learn more. Visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Although we're in the studio, and the studio tends to take a little bit longer okay, when we need stuff. No problem. Okay, so you see this. I'll link it in the comments. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I took a picture of that. Yes. And now it is showing you how to do that. Unbelievable, man. Is that not Unless crazy? S- in less than a second. Then it can it show you, hey, and then you can say, show me the solving steps. Steps.
1: Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah. But Pretty what amazing. about if you are a uh, cheater? I mean, can you use this just to get your way all, all sure. the way through school? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But
0: uh, I'm not a cheater. Yes. No. But I just need a little bit of help to remind me how to get to point from A to B. Because yes. I'll see it and I'll be like, I got that. Yeah. Negative, negative, positive. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I miss what I miss. Yes. So
1: don't tell your kids about this. Okay. No, not your secret safe with me. So thank you. Good luck with that. Also, a D in wanna, math
0: though. Let's get back yeah, to that. Oh, I, I want to. What move grade past was that? that?
1: Eighth grade. I just could not do math. No. My mom would help me study all the time. And I felt like I was always ready for the test. And we'd, when we'd get in there on the test, I'd make some dumb error. And I was the Beta Club president too, and made a D in math.
0: I bet you when you made that math, and they told the, data, uh, the Beta Club, like, I had to step down. liaison. They're like. Oh! <gasps>
1: made it deep so i had had to step down as as
0: president i would have too yeah i did i was very embarrassed
1: anyway speaking of accomplishments last night olivia was she's the national honor society president for this year nice she had to make a speech in front of hickory high last night so i got to go to the mall and they had everything set up
0: teachers so
1: teachers and new inductees and parents and so she made a speech she wrote the speech it is really phenomenal i was so proud of her so, Olivia, she's real nervous, as you and I would be. You know, when yeah, you're a yeah. senior in high school, you got to sure. speak in front of a bunch of people. So, I was like, the one thing that will solve nervousness and anxiety is if you are overly prepared. You know, you have gone through Absolutely. this thing a million times. You know, it upside down, there's nothing that can throw you off. So, let's practice. So, she wrote the speech about a week and a half ago. We practiced every night. So, she would say it, and then I would say it, and then she would say it so she could hear it herself and then hear somebody else say it. And I also wanted to hear. You know, when I'm speaking on, the, on a mic. A delivery. Or it's all about delivery. It's almost like a rhythm. Yeah. The way you say things, the way you pause. Slow. The, yes. The way, you know, you can say words for emphasis and all this stuff. So we went through it all and she had it down. There was a last sentence. And I was like, Olivia, this last sentence, you really bring it home. Bring it home. Get the whole place just raging, waiting on your every word. And the last word was, or the last sentence started with students, friends, teachers. I implore you, right? Right. And then she went on with it. So here comes the part. Here it comes. Here it comes. And then she, because she's looking, but she's looking up and looking at her notes, looking up. And so at this part, she looked up and she gazed upon the audience, students, teachers, faculty or whatever. I implore you like this. Nice. I was like, "She nailed
0: it! She <laughs>
1: nailed it!" And then she went on with her thing. And so after the event, it was great. You know, they had a cake and punch, yep. and all the kids were coming up and congratulating everybody who got in, and a bunch of great kids. I mean, they worked real hard to get in National Honor Society. They would all came, they all came up to Olivia. and Was like, "I implore you." So admit. So they listened. Yeah, yeah they listened. Yeah. So anyway, she knocked it out of the park. Way to go, Olivia! Way, way to, way to go. go to all the other in, new inductees. It was a really special night. So. Good job. Before I forget, too, and then we can go to your list. My niece uh, my niece turned four on Monday, and my nephew turned six today. So happy, happy birthday, birthday, Owen and Addie. I've got happy to throw birthday. that out there because l- my sister Meredith is always the first one to listen to our podcast as soon as it posts. So. she kill you. Yeah, exactly. I can't miss that. All right. So go ahead. What you got on your list, buddy?
0: You know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to, I, you know, we talked about, you know, the, uh, different things that we had going over and like you said we were I was in a race and it was called Blue Ridge Relay and you race from Grayson Highlands Virginia to Asheville with 12 guys. Six guys are in a van. Okay? So the 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 idea is they start at leg 1 and you have those six guys run those first six legs and then you swap with the second van. And the second van runs 7 through 12. And while they're doing that you're you're doing a couple of things. You're eating, you're laying on grass, resting, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff, right?
1: So the van doesn't move. It's stationary.
0: Well, the first van drops a guy off at one. When he starts running, it goes to four miles, six miles, eight miles down the road. And it waits there while the, the other van is doing food, doing whatever Mm -hmm. it wants. And then they meet you at the end of six. Got it. Right. So it's a lot of fun. But like, so my first leg, I was the fifth runner overall. We started at 1045. My my first leg started around, I'd say about 145 and it was four miles and it was through West Jefferson. It was kind of hot and I get done, you know, 40 minutes later or 40 some minutes later and I'm drenched with sweat. I ran hard, worked hard. All of us work hard, right? Right. Our van has food and drinks and, you know, our bags and sleeping bags and everything else. After that first run of legs, it's also got six sweaty, stinky guys in it, Mm. okay? So what do we do? We change clothes, we dry off, you know, and all the the people that have done it for years and years and years, we know we take those clothes and we put them in a Ziploc bag, a gallon Ziploc bag, and we get it tight and we put it in our bag and it's gross until we get home and then we we go ahead and wash off, right? Well, after the second run, it's a little bit more gross, Okay, gets a little bit grosser, and we're not going to go into detail. But you know, there's porta johns and everything. You know, you're running, you're trying to eat, you're doing everything else. So after our second run, we're in this van together, and it starts torrential downpouring. Yes. Okay. Okay. So for the next, from about two till two p.m., so twelve hours, we're in this van, and you don't want to get out. The good thing about this is sometimes, where there's great weather, you're stopping and you're getting out of that van. You're moving around and everything yep. else. You can, yep. you know, take advantage of laying down in the grass and do whatever. Torrential downpour, you don't get out of that van. How many men per van? There's six. 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 There's twelve pairs of shoes. There's, you know, there's, there's, it's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. What do you think the three most important items that you have if you're stuck in a van in torrential downpour? With six hours of exercise on each man, what do you think is the most important part? If you had to pick three items, that do-
1: I would need socks. Okay. Right. Oh, well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, my first would be probably baby powder. Okay, like <laughs> we got to mask okay. some cells, okay, smells I, here. Uh, understood. Okay, see yes. okay, so baby you got, powder
1: that would make sense. Probably some deodorant or something. Deodorant
0: right? would be that. I think that yeah. would fall under that thing. Yeah, baby wipes would probably be essential. Yeah. You got to get clean. Yeah. Okay, you can you can use those under your arms. You can do you're it. Not a, showering obviously, you're, so there's no time for that. So no, there's there's no showering. And all the all the dirt that you use, or all the the stuff you eat, all the drinks you have, everything you're shoving it in a garbage bag. That's living with inside inside the the van van. as well. Yeah. So you have your garbage as well. So the other thing is a good sense of humor. (laughs) You better pack one of those because it gets to a point where there's disgusting smells at every turn. You have guys trying to sleep any and everywhere they can. And uh, there's no way you can turn away from it. Okay. We have a good friend, Daniel Willis, that I know you're a good buddy of, Mm -hmm, right? Yeah. Daniel, Mm -hmm. he went with us for the first time. He said, this is the most comfortable that he slept in a long time. Chad, Chad, you can explain to him that yeah, he let me is
1: try to describe. This is a
0: fifteen-passenger van.
1: Fifteen-passenger van. And Daniel was about what six foot? What would four. you say? Four, six foot four. So he's laying on the floorboard of the first row behind the driver's seat. It looks mm-hmm. like with one leg cocked up on the sure. seat, right? Yeah, Uh head, a hoodie on. <laughs> It looks miserable. Hey, it I can't miserable. really describe it besides misery. It's, yes. mi- it's yes.
0: miserable yeah. because you, you have nowhere to hide. And I will tell you, on that race, I have a ton of fun. But when it rains, and it's rained a, rain a couple of times, the last few hours, you smell every porous sweat, yeah. every it's decaying it. food, yes, every shoe, shoes. everything. It's not very good. You so, wouldn't go very far.
1: So, overall, I've talked to several of your runner, running mates, and they all kind of said the same thing. They actually said it is a good time. It is a lot Once of time. you get through it, you're like, man, we accomplished something. But during the race, they say it sucks. But y'all did perform pretty well, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We
0: we uh, um, came in 25th at over 100 teams, which is good. I mean, we, we've run it faster, but we're older. Right. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. There was a team there from that ran college at Stanford. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we ran 209 miles, and we averaged a 740 pace. Okay. 740 mile. Very good, yes. Up and down hills sure. in Western Mountains. North Carolina. Yes. They averaged a 510 pace. Wow.
1: Also heard there was a group that it's called Ultra. So instead of 12 runners, you run the same amount of six. mileage with six
0: people. Yeah, that's dumb. That is – that's brutal. You get 30 to 40 miles each. <sighs> The problem with that is, is if you're if you jump vans from van to van to van, you get at least an opportunity to sleep That's two hours, three hours you have more with space. six.
1: Yeah, you have more space too, right? With
0: six, well, I mean, it's six in one van.
1: Oh, six in one van. Oh,
0: and you guys are riding together, and nobody's sleeping because you're constantly moving, constantly going to the next one. So. Mm. it's not very much fun. Yeah, it sounds rough, but I just wanted to give you an idea of what we wanted to go through. The second topic I wanted to talk to you about is our street has changed. We've got neighbors, new neighbors and people doing renovations and stuff like that. And I'm sure your neighborhood, I actually, the house behind you, it's for sale right now. And it's, yep. I -hmm. hear there, you're going to have some new neighbors. I don't know who these people are, but moving in and out of neighborhoods is kind of a funny thing, especially if you move there because you have this idea of what a perfect neighbor is. Do you want to spend more time with him? Do you not want to spend any time with him? Do you sure. want to build a wall and just say, hey, he's good to borrow a saw, but right. I don't want him over here, you know, drinking for a beer, watching the ball game, 20 hours a day. Got it. So I was just sitting here thinking the other day, not only what makes a good neighbor, but what are the qualities of a neighbor or, or, or things that happen in a neighborhood that can be relatively annoying. Now I'll give you probably number one. And the reason why, not number one, but the first one that I come to. And the reason that I come to this is I love my dog, my dog. I love her. She's sweet. Mm -hmm. She is good. She is good. Anything moves on my street. She barks anything. Sure. Okay. Cat sitting. The thing that annoys me, there's a cat that has lived beside us for 10 years Mm -hmm. That dog has seen it ever since it was born. It sits in the driveway, and it just won't bark at it. It will sit there and hammer it for an hour. Yeah, It hasn't moved. It hasn't done anything. So I know my neighbors are going, this freaking dog. What is going on with this damn dog? Right. Right? And I guess you can slash that with pooping in other people's yards. That would be a bad quality. Of course. Okay? Yes. Anything on the top of your mind that you could think of of neighbors, maybe that would... Tick you off a little bit if the guy beside you was doing something? You might even think about qualities you have. <laughs> That's what
1: I was trying to. Th- well, you know, I've had multiple complaints that sometimes I will stay we stay up a little too late at my house on the on the deck mm-hmm. or in the little patio. So, you know, but my surround my neighbors they no they're cool. I, they don't have to worry with it. I've been so much better too. I don't really we don't really even hang out at my house anymore. If we're hanging out, we're going somewhere else because. The law got called a couple times. Uh-oh. So, you know, we got we to nip that in the bud. I do th- – so the one that's interesting to me, and I'm not pointing any fingers. I love all my neighbors. But a couple of our neighbors has to know about everybody's business oh, in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you know that so-and-so is putting in an up above-ground pool? You oh, know, yeah. these kind of things. Or did you know – I saw the, the garbage can of so-and-so down the street, and it had four empty cases of beer. And I was oh, like, yeah. no, really? No, I did not know that. So anyway, you, you get a lot of this the gossip. Of stuff, the gossip. That's the gossip. The
0: gossip. Okay. Yes. Well, let me go through a couple other things, and you tell me like your, your thought process on this, and if it would annoy you. Sure. Okay? Yelling kids. Okay, in the yard. I don't think it affects us because we have yelling kids. It does not yeah, bother we have me. A bit. Kids. Okay. Actually,
1: I enjoy it because I think that I know that they're out there having fun.
0: Yeah, I, I, okay. And, and I caveat to that is playing in the street. And all I can think about is like guy coming through stop sign, and there's a, you know, a three year old kind of <laughs> weaving back and forth in the street. He can't get around it. He's kind of ticked off. He wants to get home. He's had a bad day. He's had a, you know, he just wants to get home and have tough.
1: a tough deal with it. Okay. I mean, it's a nice neighborhood. Nice neighborhoods have kids, have kids that have little vehicles and like to play in the street. No big deal to
0: me. Okay. All right. Power tools. Power tools. Okay. Whether it's a lawnmower, a hedger. Yes. We're talking about a uh, uh, maybe a chainsaw. <laughs> One of my favorite stories is, you know, I, I like to sleep in, but I sleep into a reasonable time, like on the weekends. 8.30. I, you know, I'm not sleeping until 10, but I'm not getting up at 6. One of our good friends, Charlie Zagaroli, when we first got married, we, we lived across the street until yes. he um, decided that he was too good for my neighborhood and he left. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Uh, he lived across the street, and he had some friends from design school over, and I think they had quite the evening, sure. right? Before kids, it was before everybody had kids. Right. And I go out; I didn't partake in that with them. And I go out at about eight thirty or nine. wasn't really early, right? <laughs> right? Yes. His buddy yeah. comes out, and he goes, "What's the hell the deal <laughs> with super neighbor over there?" <laughs> right? It wasn't even that early. But he was calling me super neighbor. neighbor. Did you start
1: the lawnmower? Up? Oh was yeah. I, okay. Eight thirty or nine? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's
0: not on a Saturday. Go for it. So you know what's too early for that? What's too early? Seven? Yeah. Seven's early. Yeah. Anything before eight, I think, is early. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. Eight thirty nine—that's reasonable on a Saturday, right? Damn, and what's too, what?
0: what's too late? Do what? What's too late?
1: What's too late? Yeah, I
0: mean, is seven too late? If if it's light till nine in the middle of oh, summer? At, you
1: mean in the evening? Yeah. Out, I. My neighbor Jason White. We'll cut the grass at midnight with a headlamp on. See? I mean, no, it's fine. Nope, it doesn't bother me. Jason
0: either. White cuts his grass at midnight? <laughs> yes. I cannot wait to with discuss head that. With a headlamp on. Oh, hey, the yeah. other question is, does anybody worry about cutting it on Sunday morning? I've only cut my grass on
1: Sunday morning one time because Jennifer told me, you're not supposed to do yard work on Sunday. And so I've followed what she said, but one time I had to do it, except we were going out of town, but... Yeah. I mean, to me, it would, it would not, it would not bother me is what I'm saying. But she said, it's not nice to the neighbors for me to do that. We so work.
0: I, this right. is, this is my problem with that. Listen, if you have a job and you cut your own grass, you don't have a long care. You don't have anything. Right. You were just trying to get it in. Yes. You have a daughter that uh, dances and uh, does other things and you know, you're being pulled because right. your family, different parts. If I have to cut my grass on a Sunday morning before I leave for a, Church Church or baseball tournament. You got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it until I start getting my lawn service paid for Yes. So that's another one. Farmyard animals.
1: (laughs) Chickens and such.
0: Yeah. 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 We have several friends that have chickens. The real question that I have is, okay, so you have chickens, right? Yeah. You know what they bring in? Snakes. Snakes. Yeah. Coyotes. Yes. You know, people, predators. So does that endanger your little Yorkie that's fluffy in the backyard? You know, you of got a hawk coming in, Sure. right?
1: So I've never really thought about that because we don't have many farm animals in our neighborhood. I know what you're talking about that I, uh, as well. And I mean, if there was like a rooster or something that lived beside me, that would cockadoodle do at the break of dawn. Yeah, that would probably get to me after a while. Well, I probably
0: think, would. I think we have friends that have cockadoodle doers. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I will tell you the whole, the one friend that we do have, we have Lt Thompson, yes. and he's got some chickens but he has an asshole chicken, he said. He's got a guy that if you turn your back on him, he attacks you. Oh, my Lord. Now, why would you deal with that? He'd be the first one in the deep fryer. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And look, our uh, fine producer, Moose, said here about, uh, these are small domestic animals allowed to be kept as household pets. What are we talking about We're talking here? about chickens. We're talking about chickens and yeah. such. Five small animals per dwelling is permitted. The keeping of six or more constitutes a of of zoning violation. Examples of small domestic animals include chickens, guinea pigs, hens, geese, ducks, turkeys, dogs and cats. Okay. We learned something new today. You can have 5. If you have more than 5, 6 gives you a ticket.
0: Okay? 6 gives, six you, a gives ticket. you a ticket. Okay, well that's what I'm saying. It's like like if you have farm animals and I, you know chickens are tick 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 but is it a nuisance? Rooster? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You can bring if I see a snake in my backyard every Ten days because your stupid chickens over there. Yeah. Hey, we're we gonna have, have a problem. We have problems. We got a problem. Okay. Parking in roosters the- are permitted, but
1: properties within the city limits are subject to the city's noise ordinance. Hmm.
0: Wow. Thank you, Moose. Thank you, Moose. Yeah, go Good. ahead. Uh, parking. Parking. Parking on the street. Yes. Okay. We have. a I have a new neighbor, and uh, they leave to go out of town quite a bit, and they have one son who's a senior in high school. Okay. He's been great. Yeah. Kid's great. But when his parents leave, they always have a party. Sure. And it may not be a party like I'm not talking yes, drinking or anything else. People hanging out. But people are hanging out. Yeah. And there are fifteen cars on my road every Thursday, Friday night, every other week, because they leave every other week. This family leaves. Got it? I'm sure it ticks off a lot of people in my neighborhood. It doesn't tick me off. I'm right. sure it does.
1: Right. Thoughts? Um It would not tick me off. There is, on our street in our neighborhood, there is a car that it stays, it's just a two-lane street. So a car is is always on the street at all times. It's never moved. It hasn't moved in three years. And the guy that lives across the street decides that he will put his car directly across. from. So now it's a one-lane road. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty annoying. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, if you know this one car, I don't know who's at fault. Maybe move this car, sit here for over a year, put it somewhere else. But this guy should know if that car has been there for a year, just move your car a little bit further, just a down little the street bit further. so we can get through it. But just th- a little th- bit. that's, that's annoying. Yes. Yeah. Annoying. Yes.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Um, yes. <laughs> the other, the other, um, one that may be a little bit, you know, and I think you have this in your neighbor, overgrown yards. Okay, Mm -hmm. you got houses that can't be seen. You got beautiful houses in these neighborhoods, and you've got you know you're having them shown off with lighting and grooming and pruning and all this stuff. And then you have one individual that decides to not touch it since '78. (laughs) Okay, does that does that does that (laughs)
1: cause
0: for a response from the neighborhood?
1: Um, I know people complain about it all the time. I, this is this is the kind of guy I am, Hank, and you know this about me. If I can't control it, like if it's out of my control, I can't do anything. I can't make this guy do it. Right. I mean, I could talk about it a little bit, but what good is it going to do me? So I just, when they start chirping, I just let it be. It right. was like, this guy, this is just the way he wants it. It looks atrocious. It looks terrible. And it's prob- probably bringing down the value of the homes around it. And he lives across the street from me, so of course it does. But what am I gonna
0: do? Hey, what if there are cars? Okay, so we've had this cars in the yard, no license plate. You know, so you cannot have automobiles that are not right. registered. Yes, in like on the street or in in the yard. Okay, you got, eyesore. You got eyesore. three of them in the front yard. <laughs> three of them. You make that call. <laughs> Huh?
1: God, you're asking the wrong person. I try to stay out of everybody's business. Okay, you, know, you say I'm, just say no, I know, call. Okay, I, no call. I'm no call. I'm no call. i will complain about it to Jennifer inside the house, like, can you believe this son of a bleep? Yeah. But I'm not gonna call the law or anything. Or I'm not gonna call I'm you know, I'm not gonna get involved. Okay. I just stay
0: out. Okay. Like Switzerland. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to know. Yes. The three cars in the front yard is a lot. <laughs> have you made a call? No, I haven't okay. because I have neighbors that will make that call. Okay. So you
1: don't have to do no. it. So you they, you put the bonus yeah. on someone.
0: I always else look do down it. the street and I go, ooh,
1: that's not yeah. going
0: to bode well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't like what I see down there. What do you
0: think? <laughs> what do you think, Jerome? Are you go ahead and make that phone call for us. Uh, you know, so I, I'm not going to get in that as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, the overgrown yard is one one thing, but I think it's everybody. I'm with you, man. Everybody's got their own like yeah time, their own energy, their own, you know, their own stuff. So I'm not really a part of that, but you know, it is kind of funny to me because as we get older, it doesn't bother me either. But like those kids across the street, there's been plenty of times on like a Saturday night, they'll be walking out of the house and it'll be one and they'll be just talking like, like talking, like talking. Yeah, yeah, and it may be a little bit. Loud. I'm like, what in the heck is going on out there? Who's walking down the street? And I feel like an old man. Oh like, man, Grumple's hit the blinds. And I'm like, what's going on out there? And then I realize it's just two kids coming down. And I'm like, ah, it's
1: fine. How about this one? What about fireworks in your neighborhood? Are you for or against fireworks in your neighborhood?
0: <laughs> well, I think you know my position on fireworks. <laughs> I'm a fan of fireworks. Yes, yes. My son could have a problem with fireworks, and he loves it. So, seeing that I lit one off at a about eleven forty-five one night, that sounded like a mortar was coming in to kill somebody. Right? I gotta tell you, I applaud them. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. The
1: more fireworks, the merrier. So yeah. just bring it on. Just don't catch my yard on fire, which happened at one of our friends' homes last July Fourth. <laughs> the whole front yard oh, went the, Oh my god, it was scary as heck. But we, before it got too outrageous, we were able to.
0: How Premit about it. how about I have a neighbor who's a huge Carolina fan, and if they beat Duke, especially, or a big win, right. and he keeps mortars at his house. Yes. Okay. So, you know, these games get over at midnight sometimes, mm-hmm. right? If they win, which I know they win because I'm staying up and watching these games, right. within seconds, yeah. two of them go off. Really? Yeah. Boom, boom. And it is it's fun. a lot of fun.
1: How about one more? During the holiday seasons very large blow-up inflatables. You know, it might be like a huge Santa Claus or maybe 12 reindeer in the front lawn that produce music. And so, you know, at night, so everything cuts on at the same time, and (laughs) the inflatables go up, and then the music kicks on, and it goes all the way through the evening into the morning, and then when day comes, sun, sun comes up, it goes back down. Would that bother you any? Cause I'm a I'm a big fan of inflatables, and I, I love, like an I inflatable. Love Christmas. I love Christmas. Can you
0: turn off the music?
1: It just stays on.
0: Oh, <laughs> just gosh. stays on. The music portion of it is what would get me. I mean, you after know, after a
1: while, you always like it just becomes numb to you. You Don't even hear it anymore, and then you'll you know, then, then, then like three days later, it pops back, and you're like, oh my god, has it really been? E-? Yes, but it, every night, it's interesting.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I, because you know, just the fans, it sounds like a hovercraft, that, and it'd be like white noise. It'd be great, right? But uh, I don't know. I might. You know, here we come back to the fireworks. I might ex- do some sort of explosion that dismantles that thing. If, you know, <laughs> yes, I'm um, not sure.
1: Is you know, you bring this up. You got any more on no, your list No, 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 that, that was good? it. Um, here are the attributes to a good neighbor, though. So, I mean, my neighbors are really awesome. They don't. If you need something, that seems like they're always there. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they they're attentive. They're not nosy, but they're they just want to make sure everything is good. Another good quality, you gotta like to watch a sporting event. I'm speaking specifically about hey, a dude. Your neighbor. Uh, yes, yeah, like a dude. Your neighbor. Yeah. Like to watch a sporting event every now and then. We don't have to watch them all, we don't have to watch them together. But, you know, there's a big game on and you want me to come over or I want you to come over, or if we just wanna talk about it, just like to have
0: them. Hey, Kevin, how hey. about those Panthers? <laughs> They're
1: looking good this year. Uh, and lastly, but not the most important,
0: do you like to drink a
1: beer? You know, do you like to drink? It could just be one beer. Sure. But could we just drink one beer together? Sure. You know, and it's like you an give olive me, branch for yeah, you. Hey, you give me those three things, we gonna be, we gonna get along just well. Yeah. just fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you.
1: I yeah. agree. That's with all you. I need.
0: Hey, I agree with you. You know the one quality of my neighbor? I really like my neighbor. His name's Chris. He's retired military. He's a, just a great dude. You know what? How I know we respect each other as neighbors. How's that? Our line with the grass. Okay. We know where our line is. Sure. We know where our Everybody line is. Everybody knows. Okay. Yes. When he cuts his grass and it's before I cut my grass, so mine's a little bit longer, he'll go about three feet into my yard just to make sure. Got it. I've, yeah, listen, I get <laughs> it. I get it. You're busy. Let us let me shape your side just a little bit so you don't have to do it as much. I when I do his, I go into his yard and, you know, we That's get that little what, joke at the end. He'll be like, "Yep, oh, dared me to do it, didn't you? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> uh, so you know that's a good, neighbor good quality.
1: neighborly quality there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, good. So, I think we've answered all those. Then, anything else on your list here today? I don't
0: think so, man. The only thing that I am getting so excited about is this morning when I got into that car. It's a little chill in the air. Yes, it's, it's good. Starting to get a little, and I, like I'm not begging for for winter. Right. I'm just saying, let's drive down the street with the windows down. And, you know, start to, like, let's start to creep into fall. Yep. Let's just get away from this hot stuff.
1: And we are creeping because, you know, this weekend, I'm going to give you the forecast real See, quick. See, this is why
0: my producer, listen, our producer does a lot of great stuff. But coming at me with a false fall is not what I <laughs> wanted to hear. Okay? <laughs> NC's false fall. I get it. It can yeah. get cold and hot again. But it's done that the last three it weeks.
1: Has. It really has. We've got a high of 82 on Friday. 58 is the low. Saturday, low of 60. High of 82. I mean, this is some
0: good weather. This here. is good this weather. Is good, good weather. I see the weather now. Don't oh. don't backpedal on me. Oh, God. Here. Now we
1: just went up to an 89. Ah! <laughs> no. But we'll, we'll get <laughs> Look through Look at it. that
0: little stubby finger he's got on 89. We know it's going to be hot next like Wednesday.
1: King Charles's little stub <laughs> finger Charles right there.
0: stumpy finger.
1: Um, we have a tennis match tonight, Hank. You know, um, I don't really want to bring this up, but I encountered the worst loss of my professional career two weeks ago in this tennis league, so I must redeem myself tonight. Did and I you, hope I hopefully it will happen.
0: Did you love the response that I made? It was pretty humorous. Yes. Well, I, I I gotta tell you, when we have friends that think that they're kind of invincible and they forget about losses, right? You know, you just gotta remind them every once in a while yeah. that they got their Teeth knocked, got curb stomped.
1: Did you see how quick he was to throw his partner under the yeah, bus? You
0: did not get much help. Wow, you did not get wow. much help.
1: Threw me right under the bus. But anyway, we're here to redeem ourselves this evening. So I lost that day.
0: I mean, I won that day. I know you so. did. So
1: seven o'clock this evening, doubles. Our team against their team. Yep. Let's let's do get it. back on the winning let's track. Do it. You know, let's get back on the winning road. And anything else happening this weekend before we get out of here?
0: Mm, we're going to play our first fall baseball tournament. All right. So we only you know in the fall you only play a couple. It's not really. The type of pressure, you know, not that it needs to be pressure, but it's like relaxed, laid back. You just have kids working on stuff. So we're going to play our first one this week. We're only going to play four this fall between September and October. How about y'all?
1: High school reunion starts Friday into Saturday. Sunday, you know, I'm sure I'll have many of the story to to share with you following uh, next week following the reunion. A couple soccer games on Sunday as well. We have a 10 o'clocker and then a five o'clocker. Why do we play soccer on Sundays? First of all, it's second, a 10 o'clocker and a five
0: o'clocker. Yeah, get them that, closer come together, on, man. That makes no sense. Get them closer together.
1: So, anyway, are reunions. they in town? They're in town. Thank, thank goodness God. they're at Conover. So, we're not traveling, but still, man, help a parent out a little bit, you know? I so, blame LT. Yeah, I'll always blame LT. So anyway, Hank, it's good to be back in the studio. One month hiatus. We're Here we're back. Um, I did have a couple calls or emails thinking that the show was over. They were like, what has happened to Big Fan? Have, are, are you hanging it up? And I was like, no. We just need a little time to get back in the studio. So we're back. Try to stay on this two-week uh, regimen if we may. We'll do our best uh, because the fans want us, Hank. They need us. They do need us. They need us. Yeah. Terribly. Terribly bad. Um, all right, buddy. So... Let's go get them tonight, and to all our listeners out there, please be safe. Bundle up, fall's are coming, and don't forget pumpkin spice toilet paper at Target as we speak. <laughs> as we speak. There you go. All right, guys. Peace.
0: You've been listening to the Mesh